podcast. I am sitting at my desk where I would typically sit in a closet. So if you hear background noise today, it is probably my cat getting into some trouble. Be forewarned. (laughs) Uh, What we're really talking about today is we are talking about thought work. And if you have never heard this phrase, thought work, thought work is essentially when we work with our thoughts, when we look at them, we identify them, and we change them to either be more accurate or to better suit our needs to make us more effective in the world. We all have thoughts that we don't notice. We all have thoughts that feel like truths to us. We think the thought and then we accept it as a fact and we act on it. I'm a big fan of Byron Katie's work. I'm also a big fan of Brooke Castillo's work at the Life Coach School. Um, Both of their processes ask you to identify your thoughts and to really look at whether or not your thought is true. And the other day, I discovered a thought I was having that was not true. The thought was, I should have known better. I was saying it to my boss in the context of doing something I had never done before. I had done similar things and been in similar positions but I really had never done this specific task before and especially not at this level. And my boss, the whole reason this came up was my boss could tell that I had resisted asking her for her help. So she was asking me what my resistance was to asking for help. And it took me a few minutes to get clear on that. She and I went back and forth. Was it because I thought she would be mad? No. Was it because I was embarrassed? Well, a little bit. Uh, We tossed around some other ideas, and then it hit me. I should have known better. And that felt like a fact. It felt just as true as gravity. I should have known better. When I said it, I should have known better. And I identified that thought as being the reason for why I didn't want to ask her for help. My boss immediately asked me why. Why should you have known better? I don't believe that's true. I froze. (laughs) When she asked me why I believed I should have known better, I froze. I don't know. It doesn't even require logic because it's just true, isn't it? Aren't I justified? What is happening right now? What do you mean why should I have known better? Because I should have. That's why. I just should have known better. That's my experience. When I realize something that I've been thinking a thought as if it were a fact, only to realize that it's not only not a fact, it's also not true. And it's really holding me back. I just froze and panicked. And then it's like, I can feel all my little neural pathways in my brain panic and try to figure out a new route before I speak again. It, again, it just, it takes me a minute to kind of recalibrate to the situation. I shouldn't have known better. I had to sit with that. If that thought was true, that I should not have known better, then how do I now think and feel about the situation? How do I tell this story differently? It immediately freed me. I didn't even know that I had caged myself in. By believing I should have known better, it painted me into a corner of having done something wrong. And thus, the conversation with my boss was about making amends and maybe a little bit of learning. But when I realized I had done the best I could at the time with the information I had, and I didn't know any better, then our conversation could be about learning and new processes. Perhaps we check in more proactively as new situations 
arise. Perhaps we create a new system for me to check my assumptions about how to do things, etc. As soon as I removed the thought I should have known better from the situation, everything changed. And from an emotional standpoint, I was still embarrassed, but I was no longer guilty. And as you continue to listen to my podcast, you will hear me talk about different negative emotions and how they serve us. All of our emotions have a purpose. They create different motivations in our bodies. There is a big difference between embarrassed and guilty. Embarrassed says you need to change so that you can be acceptable, which you may or may not decide to do. Just because you're feeling the emotion of embarrassment doesn't mean that change is actually necessary. You can feel embarrassment and decide not to change. You can realize you're not actually in danger of being ostracized or you're not actually required to do things differently. Embarrassment is not condemnation. It's just a feeling in your body. Guilt is also a feeling of your body. But guilt, ooh, guilt is a big one. The release of guilt is a big shift. Guilt tells us that we need to be reprimanded, that there is justice that needs to happen. Guilt is often an egoic emotion. It says that you are wrong. And some people would say that any negative emotion is egoic. I don't believe this to be true. I think divine human beings can experience dislike and frustration and grief and still be 100% divine and in alignment with their highest self. That being said, guilt is not typically one of those emotions. Guilt cages us in and it tells us that we need to stay small and wait for the outside world to deal with us. Guilt tells us we deserve punishment of some kind, that we are not whole, not sacred at some level. Embarrassment isn't quite so strong. You're still sacred. You just miss the mark a little bit. So there's a big difference between embarrassment and guilt. So when I released the thought that I should have known better, I was no longer experiencing guilt. And when I was no longer having that emotion, I was open to learning. I still wanted correction, but there was no need for punishment because nothing had gone wrong. I did the best I could at the time. Now I was learning how to do it even better next time. I was also learning how to ask for help ahead of time. Because when you don't believe that you should know all the things, it occurs to you to ask about knowing more of the things. Now that I wasn't feeling guilty and I wasn't waiting for the outside world to judge me or condemn me, in this situation, my boss, I wasn't waiting for for her to tell me how wrong I was and why I was wrong. I was able to see it differently. Without the guilt, I could see that I was going to be in newer situations a lot more frequently this year and that it might be helpful for me to change my mindset. If I didn't have the thought that I should have known better, perhaps I could now cultivate the thought, this is what I think that I know about the situation. I'm going to ask my boss what she thinks so she can add to my understanding or clarify my thinking in advance of me taking an action step. That one thought I should have known better was keeping me hostage. 
and I didn't even know I was having the thought. It had me feeling much more negatively than what was serving me and my growth. And it kept me thinking in a narrow way. I was only thinking thoughts of correcting a mistake and receiving verbal punishment. I was headed down that shame spiral because I was feeling guilt. As soon as that thought, I should have known better. As soon as that thought was no longer relevant, my focus opened up to include learning and new processes. My whole perspective changed because of one thought. That is huge. I'm going to say it again. Because of one thought that almost went unnoticed, my whole perspective changed. The way I was thinking and feeling about the situation, as well as myself, completely changed because of one thought. This is why, quote, thought work is so important. Our brains think too many thoughts too quickly for us to identify all of them. Even the patterns, even our thought patterns, it's too hard to identify. And even if we could, we'd spend all of our time on it. However, when we can identify a thought, just one thought that frees us up, that changes our perspective, or even better, that helps us to create a new thought pattern. That is a miracle. The Course in Miracles talks about a miracle being a shift in perspective. Because when your perspective changes, the whole world changes. What's possible grows, it extends. Everything you were looking at now looks different. I hope this example has been useful. This is just one example of thought work. And in this example, it occurred naturally through a conversation, but there's other ways of doing thought work. So for you and your life, if you've never spent time scrutinizing your thoughts or at least identifying your thoughts, start by journaling. Write down everything you were thinking. Get it all out on a page. Brooke Castillo refers to this as a brain dump. Just dump everything that's in your brain, dump it all out. Then pick one or two thoughts to work with. Ask yourself if they are true. Are they fact or are they just a thought? The thought I should have known better felt like truth, like gravity. Something I could safely assume was true. But once I sat with it for a little while, I could see that it was not true. It was just a thought I was having. And it didn't happen in one second. It took me a few seconds, but it also took me less than a minute. Less than a minute of sitting with that thought, I was able to completely unravel the way I was seeing the situation and I was able to open up to a new way of seeing it. In my example, I had my boss helping me to realize what my thoughts were because we were working together to figure out why I wasn't asking her for help. So we were working together to bring my thoughts to the surface. Most of you will not have a boss that does that with you or other people in your relationships that have that skill. I encourage you to find a process. Look at the model from the Life Coach School. Check out A Course in Miracles. Check out Byron Katie's The Work. Find something to help you with your thoughts. 
thought work is a lifelong process. Our thoughts are always changing, the world changes, and none of us are perfectly evolved. So working with our thoughts will always be beneficial. I encourage you to do this work. Find one thought you've had that you now realize is not true. Allow it to free you up to see things differently. Notice how releasing a false thought thought helps you get into alignment with your highest self. If this has been helpful for you or you'd like to share your thought work with me, leave a comment. I cannot wait to hear about your transformation. Let's get to work, loves. It is a big, beautiful, chaotic world out there. Let's make sure we're looking at it with the best perspective we can. Let's be open to the miracles. Let's look at our thoughts. Let's create better thoughts. Have a beautiful day, loves. Talk to you next week.